Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Hello, everyone. Hello, world. Hello, amazing universe. And hello to everyone who is joining in, whether you're listening live or whether you're joining us in the future. Please know that, oh, my goodness, I am so excited. We are here. You are here. We are doing something so awesome together, and I am so grateful. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and welcome to the new show, my new show called Living Well. Wow. So shall we begin? <laughs> when do we start living? Where do we start living? How do we know when or where to start anything? What if it's not as difficult as we have been led to believe? Not as difficult as we would like to make it. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that. And what if it actually required something totally different than what we think it does? Are you ready? Shall we dance, my friends? Oh my goodness, welcome. I cannot tell you how excited I am. You might be able to hear a little bit of it in my voice, but let me tell you a little bit about me. Um, my name is Keisha Clark, and I will be joining you for the hour at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday mornings. And the show Living Well, what is that about? Well, interestingly enough, it's been an adventure to get to know the energy of this show over the last several months. Um, I'll tell you a little story. My introduction to this show actually started uh, earlier this year. The name came to me as Living Well and the spelling, W-E-A-L. And <laughs> at first, I just, I just enjoyed the energy of it being in my world. I didn't really have a specific definition for it. Um, I just noticed that it kept kind of talking to me. So I sort of went with it. And I had no idea at the time that it was going to be a show. I was just letting it kind of be there. And over time, little bits of information started to show up in my universe. And um, one of them was, uh, the first thing I did, of course, was go and look up the word. And it was interesting because um, on, on a couple of fronts, the the origin is Old English or Middle English, depending on what source you're, you're consulting. And um, and it is the the state of being strong, strength, being prosperous, uh, sound, being sound, and healthy, depending on, again, which reference you're consulting. And I kind of liked that. And so I just let that sort of added that into the mix, and I kept going. And a little while later, <clears throat> uh, it, it dawned on me. I heard some other conversations and having to do with wealth, and I was looking at well being the root of the word wealth, and that really kind of resonated for me. And it's interesting because I caught, um, it, I noticed, I had read the definition a few times, and I actually noticed that uh, it, in one of the notations it said obsolete, as in the spelling, W-E-A-L, um, was an obsolete form of the word. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Because I was already playing with the idea of, or the energy of, the word well being the root of wealth and it referring to a state of strength or prosperity um, was very interesting. And I thought, huh, so I wonder 
all of the places that we make that which makes us strong or prosperous obsolete in our lives. And that kind of turned on some juices. So I go along. I keep going. I keep teaching some classes in. And um, about two days ago, as we're getting ready for this show, <laughs> I get a call from Christine, a fabulous producer. And um, she says, I, I, I remember this, the pronunciation of the word. And I said, oh, it's well. And so somehow, in some way, that uh, translation was not uh, conveyed to the person who was doing the recording. And she said, oh, we recorded it all with the pronunciation of wheel. And I was like, oh, I, oh. And it was just, I felt this constriction in my universe. And, and I started to go into, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? And Christine said, don't worry about it. We'll re-record it. She asked me what I wanted. And, and I said, the show wants to be called Living Well with that pronunciation, W-E-L-L. And so, so she did. And so we got off the phone. But what was interesting for me is how quickly I went into, oh, my goodness. And so, of course, what did I do? I go online and I Google the spelling and pronunciation of the word. And I look at all the reasons and the rules for spelling and pronunciation of why that word is pronounced the way it is. And, of course, it had been there the whole time, every time I was consulting the definition of the word. And I just never saw it as the pronunciation of wheel with the long E. And so I began to have some stuff come up around, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? I don't know how to spell. I don't know how to speak. Oh my goodness. But I was an honor student. But oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden, the energy of this show tapped on my shoulder and said, would you please stop? And so I did. And I asked myself a question. And the question was, what do I know to be true in this moment? And what I got was, this show wants to be called Living Well. And the energy of this show began to get really clear to me. And I heard the word unconventional. And I was like, whoa, unconventional. It's an unconventional way of saying the word. It's an unconventional way of applying the word. So isn't it interesting <laughs> that the energy of this show has been speaking to me all this year, pretty much all of this year. And each time, each, um, gosh, class, each experience, each aha chapter that I've been uh, adventuring through this year has been bringing me more information. And even two days ago, this show was able to become more clear for me and more acquainted with me and I with it. So, and if any of you um, are not familiar with me, I know I know a, a, a few of you on the line and, um, and in the listening audience, but um, my background, um, and I'll connect this into Living Well here in just a minute, my background is in firstly performing arts and movement and body work. Um, I have some 20 plus years that I've been playing in those fields, and um, I also have done administrative work and clerical work and I've done a lot of things because well I'm able to do a lot of things I don't know if any of you can relate to that um, so my life does not look conventional if you were to read uh, some of the stories of my life and um, my practice is working with people to to discover uncover and crack open the wealth of possibilities that exist in and as who they be, and who they are. So that brings me to the title and the energy of the show. 
And I treat this show as a really good friend who I get to co-create with um, because it really speaks to me as a friend, as a consultant, as a confidant. And over the, this past year, as I have come to play with the energy of what is now a radio show, oh my goodness gracious, <laughs> I've gotten to know this show as a friend. And so what I would like to do with this show and co-create with this show, Living Well, is be exploring the question of all of the places that we might be hiding our wealth, that we might be hiding the seeds of wealth that exist within us. And so the the second, or I may be on the third phase of this little story here with, with the show, um, as I was sitting with it just a while back and really just asking, what do you want to be? And... Um, and what what does this have to do with with me? <laughs> and isn't it funny how life brings us information in the most curious of ways? Um, I was actually looking at the definition. I was kind of sticking on the definition. And um, as I was sitting with this question a while back, I love um, wordplay and word games and anagrams and acronyms and all kinds of fun stuff that you can do with letters and what words mean. And I love to look up the definitions of words, and um, the old roots of the words, not the old roots, but the roots of words, and when we're using older words such as the word well. And as I was sitting with it and just kind of being present with with the show, with the energy of the show, before I even knew it was being called the show, um, what came to me was a question, because I love questions. Um, and the question was, are you willing to embody abundant living. And it dawned on me, W-E-A-L happened to be in the first letters of those words. And the next question that came was, or are you working to enforce alignment to a lie? And that really hit me. And I looked at the ways that that word could be applied and the energies of those two questions and two choices. And so how many of us have been attempting, in some cases with a lot of effort, to enforce in our lives, in our bodies, and as our lives, and as our bodies, some of the lies, or a big lie, or even a little lie, that we bought somewhere along the way. The lie that we're not enough. The lie that we can't do something, the lie that we can't be more than what we are right now, the lie that something outside of us has more power over us. How many of us have lived that for far too long? Whether it's been a few hours, a few days, a few years, half our lifetime, how many of us have been so invested in making the lie fit that we have completely shut down shut off, cut off, avoided, denied, debated, refuted, and refused the abundance of possibilities that exist in us and as us. Mm. I may be the only one here, <laughs> but I have a sense that there's a few other people on the planet that have been doing this. So, the energy of this show and the target, one of the targets of this show, is we would like to be playing with 
whoever desires to come and play and have conversation and discovery and exploration of the abundance. What is the abundance? Where is the abundance? And so when I say, shall we begin, what I'm asking is, shall we begin to choose different now? What do you say? Shall we begin? And one of the things that I have come to be hugely aware of this year is a key element of this is in the first word of the acronym, willing. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to choose? What are you willing to have? What are you willing to receive? And what are you willing to be? And there is a huge, vast array of questions to explore within those questions. And I hope that you'll stick around um, to explore those with us throughout the days and weeks to come. I have spent a long time myself working hard to align and enforce a lie. Little lies, big lies, doesn't really matter. It trips us up because the energy of a lie doesn't resonate. It doesn't create a harmony in our lives. So everywhere that all of you who might be desiring to change that now, just would you be willing to choose? Would you be willing to choose different? We're about to go to break, so take a moment and just sit with the energy of that question. Have you ever really looked at what are you willing to do? Not for anyone else, not because anyone told you you should, and not so that you can get a desired or an expected result if you were willing. Just simply, would you be willing? And how much would that change in your life and as your life? And what else might be possible? So let's talk about that when we come back to the, from the break. I'm Keisha Clark. You're listening to Living Well on adazen.fn. And I'm so grateful. And we will see you on the other side of the break. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. Oh, my goodness. No, I'm just sitting here taking in how amazing it is to be sitting here taking this in. I, I just, wow, you know, two years ago, if you had told me I would be sitting here today, I would have looked at you like you were on drugs, seriously. And I probably would have recommended a place you could go get treatment. <laughs> so it's amazing what can change, how much can change, how quickly things can change. And I just want to take a few minutes, um, uh, and I would like to say thank you, and I would like to acknowledge Christine and Carol and Bree, the amazing, dynamically, incredibly terrific trio that are the behind-the-scenes production team and, um, wow, magnificently potent creators on a to Zen .fm. Um I just cannot even put into words what this journey has been like and what uh, what I perceive how greater it has been and, and how easier it has been for me to receive with their participation and contribution and their guidance. And I thank you, ladies. You are amazing. And I want to say thank you to the people who have been in my life and who have moved through my life and who have dropped in for a cup of tea or stayed for a while, all of you who are contributing to creating this with me and contributing to me being able to create this in my life. And so I thank you. And I am simply in awe of the process of change in our lives. Wow. And you know what? It occurs to me, <laughs> I reached a point that I was no longer willing to be small. And really, that is what started this process. And I have worked many modalities. I don't know if anyone was listening to the show uh, with Rioja before this show. And um, she was talking about a similar thing. And I think many of us have done this. We've, As we travel through our lives, we work with many different modalities. Um, partly because we like new things and partly because I believe we kind of grow through those modalities. So we pick something up and we play with it for a while and we receive the gift of that and we try it on and integrate it and apply it and it's fun and it's fabulous and it brings us all this yummy awareness and then something else comes along and then something else comes along. And it's not that the previous things are wrong. It's more of a of a process of adding to 
What can we add to our lives? And what are what are the energies match and resonate with where we are now at any given point in our lives? And so my quest, my journey has been very much like that, um, working with different modalities. <clears throat> in the field of body work, there are lots and lots of modalities. You might be familiar with some of them. There's, of course, the one we all, I think, hear of the most, which is Swedish. Um, and there's Reiki, and there's uh, Traeger work, there's trigger point, there's myofascial, um, there's craniosacral, and um, and what I love about the fact that there are so many different modalities is there are so many choices, and there are so many possibilities to play with for bodies. That was one of the things that I really enjoyed in the arena of body work um, and energy work, because I my awareness is and my experience is that you can't really work on a body without also working with the energy of the person who uh, is living with that body and in that body. So body work and energy work are really closely related in my interesting point of view and in my experience. And um, and as we go through these different modalities, we expand. We or And maybe that's a question. Are we expanding? Have we been using the new things we've learned as an expansion and an addition and an enhancement, an amplification of our lives. And almost two years ago now, I discovered or was reduced to uh, another modality, and it's called Access Consciousness. It was founded and created by Gary Douglas, and it is also uh, being co-created by Dr. Dane here. And these two gentlemen are... I just don't even have words for how amazing and phenomenal I believe they are, that I actually know them to be. Um, and if you have any curiosity about Access Consciousness, I would highly recommend that you just go to accessconsciousness.com. There are all kinds of videos and informative um, um, blogs. There's uh, just tons of information. There's also a number of books that both Gary and Dane have written um, and there's also books that a number of the Access Consciousness facilitators have written and published. But um, I was introduced to this work, and, and the point that I was at, I was a little bit skeptical, um, as some of you might be able to relate to, because I I didn't really know anything about it. I, I Googled a couple of things, and, and I saw this man who was Gary Douglas uh, sitting in this chair and talking to people, and some of what he was saying kind of resonated for me, and other pieces of what he was saying kind of was like, what are you talking about? And and in spite of all of that, I kept asking and I kept choosing to get more information. And um, and I found myself in a bars class, which is the first class of the core classes of access consciousness. And basically, what access consciousness is is a set of pragmatic tools that can be applied to any area of your life to create dynamic change. And it's all about empowering people to know that they know and to know what they know. The tools that are used in this modality are questions. There's also a clearing statement, which you will probably hear me use from time to time. It'll probably be used more often than not. Um, and if you want to find out about the clearing statement, it has a history. It has a whole process. We could probably do a documentary on just the clearing statement alone. Um, but you can go to www.theclearingstatement.com, and there is, I believe, Dr. Dane here um, with a fabulous video presentation of what the clearing statement is all about. 
and I use it in my practice. I use access consciousness in my practice, um, quite frankly, because when I got into, when I began to allow myself to really utilize the modality, get into it, really be with it, what I found after I stopped being skeptical was the tools of access consciousness and the processes of access consciousness created change so much faster than anything else that I had ever worked with. And when I added the questions and the tools of access consciousness to the modalities I was already working with, depending on who I was working with, it absolutely exponentially enhanced the work and the possibilities for the results of the work that we did, whether it's with hands-on body work or whether it's with uh, verbal or, or um, energetic processing. And so that is a little bit of history as far as my uh, incorporation of access tools into my practice. And if you're just kind of curious about what the heck that's all about, I, I invite you to look it up. Um, you'll see some interesting points of view, I'm sure, in the course of your your um, research. Um, and ask yourself the question, does this resonate for me? When you come across an interesting statement anyone makes, does it resonate for me? And if it doesn't, how does it get better than that? And that happens to be one of the questions we use a lot in Access. So that's a question you'll hear me say quite a bit. Another question is, what else is possible? And And it's not to get an answer. That's part of what I love about working with this modality. I could let go of any investment of trying to figure anything out, of trying to understand, of trying to forecast or calculate or compute what would happen or should happen. It was more about getting present with me or with the person or people that I was working with and really just being with them and staying in the energy of question. And that is a fantastic place to start. So as we begin this journey, when we're asking, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to have? What are you willing to be? I would also ask you, what are you willing to ask in your own life? And are you willing to ask yourself questions about something that isn't comfortable? I can tell you, I've had to ask a lot of those questions in the last year and a half. And at first, yes, I had resistance. Of course, it's it's a normal thing. But what I began to discover is the charge that I had around the questions, around the topics or subjects of the questions, of the uncomfortableness, was so much more quickly dissipated when I actually chose to be willing to ask. And I look at the stories in so many of our cultures about the potency and the empowerment that is available and that takes place when we're willing to simply ask, whether it's asking for what we desire, whether it's asking for assistance, whether it's asking for a moment to just have an implosion, whether it's asking for a witness, or whether it's asking ourselves, am I ready to change this? And sometimes that can be a really difficult question. Am I willing to be ready to change this? So, beginning. Where do we begin? 
how do we begin? Because a lot of us go to how. It's a popular question. It's a popular club. Because what does it do? It gets us in our head. And we like to spend a lot of time in our head trying to figure things out because how many of us were taught that that's what you're supposed to do, right? So we're going to go to another break here in a second. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about where, when, how, all about starting. So please stay with us. You're listening to Living Well on AdaZen.fm. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is the first time I'm in these um, commercial break pieces, so bear with me as I just sort of soak in the yumminess of, oh my gosh, wow, that's some of my words, and that's music, and oh my goodness, it's so amazing. Wow, this is just awesome. Thank you again, guys, for, wow, joining me on, on this very special day for a really special show, and um, we're talking about question. We're talking about willingness, and, oh, so the question we left with was, would you be willing to ask yourself? And what are you unwilling to ask yourselves? What are we unwilling to ask ourselves? That if we would just ask the question to us with no expectation of knowing an answer, having an answer, getting an answer, finding an answer, just asking the question, I wonder what amazing 
possibilities would reveal themselves. Things that we may never have even imagined. And that's what I'm finding to be kind of the norm uh, as I move more into choosing my the life I truly desire, creating different in and as my life, is this really <laughs> interesting, uh, it's not a dichotomy, but um, I don't really have the word in, the mo- in my brain just at the moment, but this interesting energy of it simply cannot look like anything we imagined because anything we imagined is something that we can define or we try to find. And and I'm not going to ask you to get rid of your brain. I'm just going to ask you to ask your brain to go on uh, relaxation mode or maybe go to the park and work out the formulaic applications of pi. I don't know. Whatever it whatever works to get your brain to not be reaching and triggering and activating to try to solve any of the questions. Because what a question is really where the magic begins. What question is really what sets the energy of possibilities in motion. The possibilities that are relative to the question you're asking. The possibilities that are relative to the energies contained within the question you're asking. And what do I mean by that? Oftentimes, as I was really, really good at doing and still um, revert into from time to time, we ask a question based on something we've already concluded. We ask a question based on something we've already determined or that we want to think we've already determined. So we're asking a question and is it really a question at the essence of what it is? Is it really the essence of question that we're putting into the universe? So um, an example might be, uh, well, uh, would you like to have um, spaghetti for dinner? And there's actually a conclusion in that question. The, con- the conclusion is that your body is hungry or that the other person's body is hungry or requiring food at that time. And that's a really simple application of that. It's a really simple way of looking at it. And of course, you can still ask yourself or someone else who likes spaghetti for dinner. It's just a point of becoming more aware of how many ways we have incorporated conclusion and judgment into the questions we ask. And how much of us were taught or trained or exampled that that is the type of question we have to ask because we must be able to formulate or calculate or compute or computate, I'm not sure which would be the word to apply there, um, something into the question to determine the outcome. And so in a way, it's almost like we're trying to create what we receive. And I'm wondering if anyone else can relate to being a total control freak. I don't I don't know if you can, but I I've had a, a bit of that in my life. <laughs> and um and I can tell you it's pretty exhausting. And so when we talk about working to enforce the alignment of a lie, everywhere that we've taken on a conclusion, everywhere that we've taken on a decision, everywhere that we have made a, a computation, a calculation, everywhere that we have judged in any way that something has to be a certain way, and then we try to ask a question from that, would you be willing 
to let go of that, even for just five seconds, and simply ask, what am I willing to choose just for me, just for this moment? And what that's a place to start. We talk about starting. And so many times over this last two years of my life, I've had so much frustration. And then other times I've had so much joy. And where I got myself frustrated is when I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to do to start my life. And somewhere along the way, it dawned on me. I was already starting. And what if I could start every 10 seconds? What if I could start every day? What if I could create new, create me as new and fresh and start wherever I was from right there in that moment? And that was pretty huge for me. Um, I don't know how that lands in your universes, but that was pretty huge for me. Um, I had been spending a long time with a lot of conclusion as the governing force in my life. And it wasn't conclusions that anyone else was trying to force upon me. That's the the irony of all of this. How many of you can relate? The conclusions are the conclusions you've taken on. And you have created the story. In my case, I was creating stories and I was inventing weirdnesses. And then I was trying to live my life by those standards. But those standards were based on flawed notions. They were based on lies. And it doesn't matter how big or small the lies were. It was lies I was trying to tell myself. It was lies I was trying to buy. And here's another amazing tool from Access. And it's one of the very first tools that you're introduced to. It's the question, who does this belong to? And what a great place to start as well. Who does this belong to? It's a way of getting awareness of, is this even mine? And I will tell you, so many, most of those conclusions and the crazinesses and the insanities and the lies that I was trying to create as real and true and then create my life to create to be in evidence of or to support, they weren't even mine. And how aware are we? How aware are our bodies of what's going on in the world, in our families, in our communities, in our workplaces, in our ball clubs, in our um, PTA meetings? How of us? How many of us are so aware and we're not acknowledging how aware we are? But all the while, we're picking up the energies of what's going on in other people's universes. And how many of the people that you know are working really hard to enforce the alignment of a lie in their life? A lie that they bought. And for some bizarre reason, or for some 100,000 bizarre reasons, they're doing everything in their power to make it real and keep it real. Rather than asking a question, who does this belong to? And there was such a freedom for me when I began to ask that question. One, in realizing, oh my gosh, I've been doing this for so long and it's not even mine. An example of that for me was I grew up dancing. Um, 
and and playing with community theater groups. And I love dance. I love mu- movement. I really love bodies, in case that hasn't come across in my conversation just yet. <laughs> and I love working with bodies because I love oh, the, the capacities of bodies and beings to create and co-create. And that's just part of what I marvel at in the way we we are able to create ourselves. And and I grew up with um, a lot of body image uh, stuff. And every time uh, I can remember in college, um, in dance classes, I would be looking in the mirror and I could not see what I actually looked like. I could not see it. Even though I'm looking at it with my own eyes, I'm looking at the reflection, I simply couldn't see it. What I saw was something horrendous. What I saw was something so ugly and so not worth looking at. And it was amazing to me because I put, my throat, my, I put myself through torture, literally and figuratively, physically, emotionally, mentally, torture. And I know that I'm not alone in this. And what I have come to get more clarity on just recently, using the tool Who Does This Belong To? I was listening to one of the amazing shows on AtoZen.fm, and it dawned on me, as I was standing at dance class, looking at myself in the mirror, what if I was picking up everyone else's judgment of their bodies that was based on everyone else's judgment in their universe of their bodies that was based on everyone else's in their universe's judgment of their bodies and how much were we compounding the negativity and the ugliness and the awkwardness and the uncomfortableness of those judgments just a few of us that were standing in that dance class at that moment all of us looking in the mirror judging some part of our body not to be right not to be beautiful not to be amazing. And yet, we were creating choreography and dance pieces that were so beautiful. And that's a strange irony to me in the performing world that we do that. And it's a choice. And many of us make that choice for a long time until we become willing, if at whatever point we become willing, to ask the question, ready to change this. And I can tell you, when you get to the space that you can answer that question with, yes. You want to talk about the heavens opening and the universe cracking open and the birds singing and the mountains waving and the oceans rising to meet you. It It is not anything like you could ever imagine. Because the yes that comes from the place of true willingness for you is so different than the yes we spend a lot of time saying from the willingness based on obligation. So, everywhere that you've been unwilling to simply be with you, to simply ask yourself the question, and to be ready, would you be willing to let go of that now? Would you be willing to choose different? Let's do a little bit more of that when we come back from the break. You are listening to Living Well on AtoZen.fm. I'm so grateful, and I'm looking forward to our next segment. We'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? 
And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> oh I still get giddy just listening to this this is so awesome you guys <laughs> oh wow wow um I will tell you a couple of things I want to uh that I kind of breezed over at the first part of the show it's a few um of the ways you can participate with us. Um, our lovely lady on the announcement just shared a bit with you, but you can also, this is one of my favorite things about the ASN setup, is there is a live chat room that you can participate in real time during the live shows. And I have to tell you, this for me was life-changing and still is, even Whenever I choose to put a show on, if I'm able to go into the chat room, even if I'm just like able to like go in there and, and do a couple of quick questions or a couple of quick comments, there's something about connecting with a group of people all around the world. I mean, we got people in Canada. We got people, uh, I don't know how many places in the United States we have people. We have some people on other parts of the globe um, that said they were be, would be joining and and listening and it's so awesome to tap into the group of people all over the globe and and be in this chat room and be participating in real time and be a part of creating the energy of the show, of each individual show. And what I love is, as we were saying in the previous segment, nothing ever goes or turns out in the way you could have imagined. And what I also know is it always, always, always turns out 
shows up, is created so much greater than we could imagine. And even when we have those moments of it didn't work out, what is that actually inviting us to do different that then shows up even greater or invites even greater to show up? So I just want to invite you to join us in the chat room whenever you can. It is so much fun. Sometimes there are conversations happening in the chat room that have nothing to, well, they have something to do with the show, but they don't have something to do with exactly what's being talked about at that moment. And it's just hilarious. And it's just, there's camaraderie, there's communion, there's fellowship, there's just this lovely, lovely, yummy wonderfulness that is created in the chat room. So um, I encourage you to, to take part in that if you haven't tried it. And if you are, I have some amazing beings in the chat room now, and I thank you for your comments and your participation and your contribution. Oh, my goodness. So we're coming into the last five minutes of the show. An hour is just not enough time, people. So isn't it wonderful we get to do this every week? <laughs> um, so starting, where, when, how. You know what? Here is what I have come to discover. Happily so. What if you just simply chose? Start here. Start now. Whether you have any sense of what the heck you're doing or not. What if you just played with, I'm going to start this. I'm going to learn how to crochet. I'm going to learn how to make a souffle. I'm going to learn how to do jigsaw puzzles. I'm going to do a jigsaw puzzle. Of course, you may not finish it, but that isn't the point, is it? It's starting. Starting it and choosing, really. Choosing is a muscle we develop, as I have discovered over the last couple of years. I would choose, but I wasn't choosing from the space of what brought me joy. I wasn't choosing much of what I was doing from the space of what made me so happy that I just beamed love and light and yumminess out into the world. And what is it? That if you chose it, I wonder, just to start in this five minutes or five seconds, could change your life. If you chose to start a video, if you chose to start uh, a chess game, if you chose to start a journal, if you chose to start anything that you can think of starting, it doesn't matter what you're starting. What if you could just be willing? Be in the willingness. So I'm going to pose this to you. Take this week. We'll be back next week for another episode. So take this week, and my invitation to you is ask yourself however many times a day, two things. When you find yourself being frustrated, ask yourself, who does this belong to? And if you get the awareness that it's not yours, just be willing to choose to let it go. And then ask yourself, what is mine? And what am I willing to choose in this five seconds? And what would I like to start today? And one of my little phrases that, that I often use is, just throw a dart and start. And it's like if you have a dartboard of the universe, just you can use Velcro darts if you don't want to use point darts. That's fine. Just throw a dart and start. Because the moment you put your question into the universe, that's your dart. And wherever it lands, relative to where it lands, watch the illumination of possibilities show up in your world. Just throw a dart and start. And you know what? You don't have to throw a dart today. You don't have to. There's no wrong way to do this. And that's part of what I love about living 
our lives and creating our lives. There is no wrong answer. There are more and better questions. So my friends, I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being part of this with me. I thank everyone who has been a part of me getting to this point and facilitating me to be willing to choose more. And we will have lots more conversation. We will have lots more topics and questions, lots and lots of questions. And we will have lots more tools and techniques and clearings and processes to play with together. And I invite you to come back and play with us. And I invite you to play with the possibilities of what would it be like to be living in and as and from the willingness to embody abundant living. Where is your abundance? What is your abundance? And are you willing to begin to get to know that about you now? I am your empowerment agent, Keisha Clark, and I am so grateful. I am so grateful. And I look forward to playing with you, to discovering with you, to uncovering with you, and to cracking open with you all of the places that your abundant desires to flow to and through and from. And wow, what else is possible? <laughs> so you can reach me via email at livingwellnow at gmail. So sorry, livingwellnow at gmail dot com. Um, there's a website coming; it's in the works. There are some other programs and and possibilities to play coming as well. All of that's being put into production. And how unconventional could you be this week? You know, play with that. Just let yourself be it. So in the meantime. What would it take for you all to be, for all of us, to be living well and loving ourselves right now? Are you willing? Shall we dance? Throw a dart and start and have a great week. (laughs) Take care of you. Enjoy the process and be willing. And what else is possible now, universe? Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?